Hey everyone, welcome to the Lonely Arts Club. Uh, I'm Josh, I'm a creative of, of many kinds, I guess, film director, music videos, documentaries, all that kind of gubbins. Uh, I'm joined by the great Mr... My name is Ali Lacey. <laughs> the great Mr. I am a... <laughs> well, I don't want to be a great mister. Okay, let's... Uh, okay. Uh, Josh, uh, film director, and I'm joined by the brilliant... I am Ali Lacey, <laughs> and I, I'm. A, what's wrong with that? Okay, I tell, I tell you, what, I'll, 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 I'll just. I'll just. I'll just. I'll just. I'll let you introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ali Lacey. Well, you said your name. Why can't I say my name? <laughs> I just. I just love the formality of it. Hi, I'm Ali Lacey. Okay. Just. You just start with your name. Well, I'm Ali Lacey. Is <laughs> literally my name. Right. right. I'm Ali Lacey. I'm a musician and music producer. Um, I guess a recording artist, touring musician, and that's. I think that's fine. That's all that needs to be said. That's fine. And that's yeah. everyone that matters. Oh, come on. Uh, Speak up. You know, every time I tell Siri to call Ali, it goes, calling Ali Lacey. Ali Lacey. Every time I say, call Josh Bennett, it goes, calling Joss. And I'm like, no, there's some <sighs> Swedish guy from uni that I don't have the number of. Uh <sighs> My, uh, I, I'm Vince Nixon. I am a freelance animator and illustrator, and uh, one half of Sumo's upcoming projects with Benji from Asteroid Boys, music producer on that. Lots of stuff. Used to tour with Ali, did, did keys. And, I, I played uh, drums for Ali once. That's true. Do you remember <laughs> that? Actually, Do you remember I played fucking I have a drums. picture of it as well, yeah. I played well, live. Well, yeah. I wouldn't say drums. I played drums. This was drums. before That's you. Madness. We played in St. Pancras Old Church in London, and Josh was there with a a, a drum, drum and a, sim- <laughs> a drum and a cymbal. Yes. I wore a jumper. I wore a jumper. I, I dressed accordingly. I was very nervous because of that. I think Steam wore a trilby. Oh, was just the one, this one, the one in the church with yeah. Steam. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. I didn't know you played that. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, thanks for remembering. Where was Sai? He wasn't there either. Sai so, so wasn't in the band yet. Maz. Um, yeah. I was going to say, let's start with a quick, um, quick <sighs> intro into how we know each other. I was, uh, I was thinking about this the other day, actually. It's my, I think my dad asked me how I knew you guys. And he's never we, asked. We were driving past the flat we all used to live in together, where you guys lived. Which one? Both of you lived oh, in a one-bedroom flat. We our, lived in a one-bedroom flat. I moved flat. into a one-bedroom flat with two other guys. <laughs> and we all used to share a bed. That like, was, yeah, well, me and Josh lived in a one-bedroom flat for like a year. It worked <laughs> well. A year and a half. It worked really we well. Had a, we had a good dynamic. Uh, there were, technically was two bedrooms, but the one one of the bedrooms was very, very small. It and was, then we did... Yeah, we can't really worked, say that name. But it was sold to us as a two bed, right? And they were like, "Yeah, you can fit a bed in there." We tried to put a mattress in, but it sort of like you could bend. Just, it just sort of you could you, it, it, you you could sleep in there if you don't mind your legs and head being uh, both resting was, against a wall. It was somewhere so. between a, a single bedroom and a cupboard. Yeah, mm. we um we we managed <clears> to, to survive there, I think, because of our varying sleeping patterns. I think whenever you were working, I was asleep. When I was working, you I were was still working awake. Also. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, so many sleep. Just, uh, you just don't sleep, do you? How's your sleeping pattern right now? Oh, it's fucked, man. Oh no, it's fucked. Well, it's so hot at the moment. It could be any time right now. Okay, let's let's just say. So we were what early twenties. Yeah. Twenty. 
what, 22? We, we were fresh out of uni, so we would have been 24. I think yeah. this is just the life of creatives and what they do. So, so how, old, how old are we now? I'm 27. 28 next week. You're 29. I'm, I'm 30, but I got ID'd an hour ago. Yes. God, it made his night. God, it did. It so made my fucking month, mate. Yeah. I don't leave the house enough for it to just make my night. If you can hear some rustling, Visa's actually rolling himself a, a little yeah, cigarette. Little that's thing, fine though. Cigarette. Just sounds like a I mean, crisp packet. Just cut. Just you're like one of those people in the cinema. That's just like just open oh, your just open your just open your M and M's now. Just do it in one. No, it's just like sort of drawn out. <laughs> yeah, I can. I hear you. I, I ASMR my stuff before the film starts. All through the trailers. That's terrible. Well, because it's like why no would you do that? No one cares about the noise. I don't want to be the person that reaches into the popcorn in a really quiet bit. <laughs> And I feel like I'm going to die then, by choking at some point in my life. So you so you shove everything in your mouth before the film starts and then end up with two <laughs> hours of indigestion. <laughs> your stomach's going to be like... I got, I got strong bowels, bro. <laughs> I genuinely, I've seen Novo eat. We, we lived together a long time. Man eats fast. Yeah. We just went out for dinner before this and me, me and Josh, we, we had like we a pizza a chat, each. We had a little chat and we look over and Ali's just like, a naked plate. That's a naked plate is done. It's, it's been, been, it's been cold. And this is like, this is like a traditional Italian pizza. This Big is how plate. I know I'm going to die on my own. What's your volume of... on my own, I'm going to choke. And uh, it's nearly happened before. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. I, I say we're, we're a pretty... Um, I don't know. It's 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 good when you come across other creatives that you sort of uh, that, 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 that you you know that you have so close in your life. Yeah. And I think we are pretty lucky that we uh, lived together for so long, and I guess inspired each other in our sort of growth and development as artists, creative, and all that kind of stuff. I think that that was an important part in my career trajectory it was yeah. like living oh, yeah. in a creative incubator with two other people who are wa- working constantly at home mm. it makes you yeah. want to do the same thing yeah yeah I, I feel like when you work really hard on doing something especially like in, in, in creative fields you just attract people to yourself that that are like-minded and that's exactly what you need but to I, I, improve but i i think um and it's, it's a conversation i have with a lot of other creative sort of types is 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 that is that point of find like-minded people find find your ilk find find the the crowd that that sort of helps uh light that fire underneath you because so many people don't so many people are aren't fortunate enough to, to that, that's me right now i just got two cats <laughs> yeah yeah it's a, it's a motivation thing <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have that you find it really hard to be motivated to yeah. be yeah. creative mm. And since like moving out of the incubator and living on my own, it's great because I got my own space. But at the same yeah. time, it's like no one there to be like, "Oh, I'm doing yeah. this today. I'm doing this today." Mm. And you see other people working. It's like, "Oh, I should be working." I'm lucky enough to be in a permanent existential crisis that leads me to <laughs> need to validate my existence through making things. So I, I, I just wake up and then freak out that I'm alive, and then have to do, do something about it. We're all in that. I, I say I think that's, <laughs> that's, I think that's just the creative mindset, <laughs> isn't it? It's just, I'm living that. You just live in fear until you make something good. I'm going to die one day. I better have a decent back catalogue. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my discog. When somebody, yeah, when, when, when somebody's like, oh, Josh died. Click on, click on my Vimeo and they'll be like, oh, I did all right. Next. <laughs> Move along. I, 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 you know, I, I think that's part of the, what, what it means to be a creative. I think, um, obviously it's not the nicest thing, but I think... As it, I, there's like this sort of overwhelming sort of shadow, the pressure of do something worthwhile. 
you gotta like do something good you gotta, yeah. <laughs> you gotta yeah. what are you doing with there's, your day there's an ambition which you will never reach Ooh. kind of thing oh that's what I feel I feel you have an ambition then you kind of like reach yeah. your kind of goals and be like what's next there's more uh, why aren't I happy so it's like, a, it's like in the Simpsons when Homer climbs Mount Springfield he thinks he's reached the top and then the clouds like disband and he realises there's an even higher peak that's such a good metaphor that, really that is, is such a good metaphor my bro- I was literally on the phone with my brother last night and he was saying that like oh, I'm never going to achieve what I want to achieve and I was just like yeah he was saying that two years yeah yeah as in about himself yeah, about oh, himself. Right. Yeah, well, shit. What are you saying? I thought you were saying it to you. Yeah, you're never, you're gonna, never gonna achieve. I, I, yeah, I was just like, yeah, you, you, you never will because you're just gonna achieve what you want to, and then you're gonna move the goalpost of what it is you want to achieve. I was gonna say it's yeah. all about like those goalposts move. I think as you as you get older, as as you um, as you move through your life, your your sort of your idea of where you want to be changes with 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 you as as, as you. As you live your life and stuff, I think, um, yeah. like, where I wanted to be, uh, I think, quite early on, I like my, my main thing was that when I come out of film school, I wanted to make a feature film. Did it. Which, and then what? <laughs> and then what? <laughs> then what, mate? what are you doing now, what mate? Are you doing now? What are you doing now? You know, it's, that, that was just, from when, we were, from when we were like kids, we were just saying, cool, we're going to go to film school, and then as soon as we come out, let's just do it. Yeah. And luckily, I had a group of friends that were motivated enough uh, not only to like write a script, we crowdfunded, we did all that stuff. We actually, but we actually sort of chased it together as a group, and I achieved that sort of that milestone pretty early. That's good. I, I just set myself an impossible task. That... What's what's yours? What would you say? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! So <laughs> I I wanted to make an animated band along the lines of Gorillas, but I wanted to do it completely by myself. And I tried to do it. I had funding to do it, and then I spent months and months and months doing character development, re- recording a record. We got the record pretty much done, and then just like the, the sheer amount of work that was involved was just so much. And then I, I did a bit more research, and I found that Jamie Hewlett, creator of the Gorillas had a whole studio at his uh, beck and call when it came to the videos and that Damon Auburn had a bunch of producers. From day one, they had teams. And I was like... I'm by myself. I'm by myself. <laughs> I gave a good... So I've got character designs. I've got the record. I've I, I, I like managed to achieve... Piece, it? Yeah, I, I achieved like a chunk of it, but I was like, I can't do this without a team. There's no fucking Nobody way. realises the background that goes into being like a big band or artist like the Gorillaz. No. It's, it's, it's huge. But I, it's but not a one-person job mad. at all. Not, but, I, but, not. I, but I think it's... What I think is actually really interesting is that idea of this... I, th- I think... Um, when a lot of creatives start out, there's this sort of like wide-eyed, um, uh, uh, um, um, just completely ambitious, over-ambition uh, to like. Life I, I, hasn't I, crushed it out of you yet. <laughs> I think it's it's I don't it's something I don't want to ever that I, that I wouldn't ever want to lose. Is is this sort yeah. of the 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 the, 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 the dreaming big mm-hmm. uh, too big? Um, but obviously, as you said, like. You, you, you've got that idea and you're working towards yeah. it and it's only as you carry on working like I am there's so much to it there's so much to making an animation that like your mm. layman will just not understand that like when you create a character it needs to have a backstory and personality and an aesthetic that represents who they are and then you've got to have interpersonal relationships between the members of whatever group that you're forming and then that's got to have some sort of impact on the writing and the sound and there's so much to it that yeah you can 
do a lot of it as an individual, but you're going to need to delegate some of the meatier tasks, like uh, like animation itself. Mm. Like most people don't even know that like hand drawn animation, you're drawing like twelve to twenty five pictures for every second of footage. Yeah. So if you've got a three and a half minute video, you're talking thousands and thousands of illustrations. Mm. And that's once you've got your characters designed, which is in itself a, a monstrous task. And Jamie Hewlett had the background of Tank Girl and Damon Auburn had yeah. the background of Blur. So, so I set myself up for failure. <laughs> uh, let's talk about my broken dreams some more. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. to, to, to bring it back to something, something less, less fucking uh, depressing, um, I've, I've converted the project with Benji into something more manageable where I'm an art director and yeah. the video is going to be coming soon. Um, it's going to be video based and just I'm, I'm taking a sort of role of, of, of creative director. So that's going to come out. Everything is, 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 you know, everything's a learning process. Yeah. If you're a creative struggling, then just keep doing what you're doing and eventually it will become clear to you what you need to do, even if it results in a lot of work that was for nothing. It's what you need to do to be able to carve mm. out the path for yourself, really. I was going to say, so you're talking like kind of um, goals and like uh, milestones and stuff, Ali, with your music. It's, it's sort of like since I've known you, it's kind of changed. Like, you're I think just making music, are you? Just making music. <laughs> As opposed to what? <laughs> Because I think, like, when, when, when I met you, you were obviously, uh, you just released your first EP, um, and... Well, it was two-track EP. It was a two-track, it, two, uh, it was a good two-track EP. ice cream parlour. Yeah. But, but that time, it was, I think, sound design was a big thing for you. Yeah, sound um, design was the route I wanted to go down, and I think I remember a conversation I had with you, you were driving me somewhere. And I was doing sound design and stuff for your feature film, as well as trying to do the Nova More music I was making. Mm. And you were kind of like, at one point you got to choose. Not specifically to me, like you need to choose, but like you were saying, at some at some point in your life you need to choose the thing you want to do and kind of focus on that. And I was De like, delegate those energies to it. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, yeah, I should be putting all my time into the one thing I want to do. And I think I had one song get put into a Australian documentary. And that was like, oh, I've made some money off this one song. I, that's going to fund me to make more songs. Yeah. So I just kept going. That's and quite a rare thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. Even, even as like a, a you know a, a sort of young sort of artist that hasn't like you hadn't put out too much at that point. No. But for them to find that and then sort of be like, oh, yo, we'll pay you to put yeah. it in our documentary. That that must have been like a sort of like a oh shit. So this was this yeah. was this was after you'd quit your job, though, right? So when, I, when when we were at that stage, I think like the thing of like going, you got to choose what you want to do is more yeah. about you saying like. You're gonna work in like your part-time job, right? Or you're going to do music. Oh yeah, I think it's definitely like, right. you guys made me quit my job. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, yeah, cause I think it was like us and like so uh, look at us without yeah. our job. I, 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 I want to paint the picture of what it was though, because we were in swag pads, right. one-bedroom flat, as you mentioned earlier. All three of us yeah. living in a one-bedroom flat, both me and Josh making like music videos and animations and shit for people yeah. for like such tiny budgets yeah and ali making karaoke tracks this for pennies thing, yeah for but pennies I, well, you were no, making, I, like, while i was living now still riding my bike to the ice cream shop yeah. three and a half miles there three and a half miles back yeah yeah and then it was it was a conversation i remember because it was um griff my, my my business partner uh griff was i think griff was in swag pals as well 
and it was like a it was like almost like a not an intervention but it was there was definitely a conversation between like, us you need to sort your life out like, it, could really, it was like the opposite of that conversation you know yeah it was it was almost like a like a yeah a, a nice friendly sort of like a dude you should go for this yeah like like you have people around you that believed in you it's you, just you like, were making a few quid doing the karaoke yeah tracks after and... I, I quit my job because I had got a job doing karaoke backing tracks yeah. which was like 70 pound a track and I managed to do two yeah. or three a week which to, to be fair I thought was pretty cool because it was like like obviously like Visa and I were doing yeah like as, as V said animations videos for people and it was like a we fucking went for it so me and Josh moved to Cardiff with like nothing like we I was homeless yeah and yeah, you yeah. saved me we we were like <laughs> we, we could we, we studied near here and we were like we have some potential clients around here either I you know I was living back in Brighton yeah. You were in Bedford, sort of. Well, I, I was. Came I was to stay with me, and then we were like, let's yeah. go. And we just came up to Cardiff one day, looked at a flat, and went, "Fuck it, let's do it." Yeah. And we came up with fucking nothing. Bumped into Ali, uh, who, um, well, it's the, I mean, this 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 is quite a like a long story, I guess, as such. Like we can talk about the projects that we were doing at the time and stuff. But in a in a in a short, brief way, I think you you and I actually bumped into another in a in a on a night out. Yeah, didn't realize who each other were. Yeah, I was a fan of your music, and I think you I was a sort fan of bedroom live. Yeah, you knew you knew the stuff that like that I was working on. Neither of us knew that we knew each other or our work. <laughs> and there was this moment of like, holy shit, you're you're that dude. Yeah. Like, you're that dude. A few drinks in us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that overly friendly, bro, bro. Um, Come live with me. Give up your job. It's, you defi- it's, it's yeah, definitely yeah. got three bedrooms. No. There's <laughs> <laughs> definitely enough room for like your drum kit and your fucking uh, guitars. Oh my god, you moved your drum kit in as well. Yeah. So that yeah. was <laughs> out the window. <laughs> that room was good though. Actually, I recorded a lot of stuff in that room. Yeah, I yeah. I recorded the vocals ma- are from gold in that room. You put yeah, ma- yeah. mattresses up around all the walls. Yeah. I, I recorded violin in that room. Yeah, that's the era of 2013. Uh, yeah. Was that 2013? It was yeah, beginning we, of 2013 then on October 2013 we yeah, moved into into our place Swag Palace Swag Palace so we, we upgraded really dickish name I've always thought but it's it's, it's, it's obnoxious it's yeah obnoxious. of course it is it's arrogant yeah. but that's it's supposed like, to be you've got to like you've got to fake it till you make it bruv you got to you've got Swag Palace <laughs> Swag Palace it was it wasn't a palace they had single glazing and the landlady was uh, trite was, yeah but it, I mean the, 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 the joke is obviously it's the whole it's, thing it's a lie. A <laughs> we ain't swag and we ain't living in a palace. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the joke. We that's all share joke. a razor <laughs> in this palace. We're just trying to get by. <laughs> it was to be fair. That place was great. Though. I think like for, yeah. for 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 three guys, and then we, obviously I think we had we had a, a whole. It was really funny. Yeah. There was like there was the three of us, and there was always like a fourth. Uh, so initially, we moved in with our bro David Sykes, who's a solid guy who is a Mad Men type now, who lives in London. Big up uh, David Sykes. Big up David. I'm, I'm He's supposed one of the to be people doing I've smart met. work natural, for him, natural right comedian. Now. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, he stayed with us probably the longest out of everyone. Yeah, um, we, it was, we, he's we, such a funny dude. I love that guy. So he worked at Pizza Express while we did our creative outlets yeah. in the day yeah so like he was always creative he, he was, was very creative. very creative just one day he got a, an amazing job writing in london for an ad agency didn't he well yeah and he I, left. that's just how talented he is we've we got, we got we got friends who work in in the in the in the agency as well and and, and he just he's just naturally talented he's just yeah. a natural comedian and storyteller that he's yeah he's i mean i've, I've stopped a brand he's got a lot of guys, energy for what he does it's so proves you don't need a uni degree yeah, what, no, 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 exactly. That's 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 a, that's an interesting. A uni degree is a piece of paper that helps your parents sleep. 
<laughs> God, that's that ain't bad. I don't know where mine is. With, I mean, with um, it's interesting though because we've gone through uh, in, in in my company um, Storm and Shelter probably mentioned it a few oh, times. I, I try not to mention it too that's much. The first time right now. First time. Maybe. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. You've, you've mentioned it, but not the name. Yeah, we've we've recently gone through hiring. Like we're expanding, we're growing, we've had to go through a hiring process. And it's it's interesting, sort of like them being on the the side of the person who's hiring. To be like, does a uni degree matter? In creative senses, it's interesting. I don't like, think so at all. With with like with 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 people who are filmmakers, graphic designers, animators, music makers. Man, it's all about the fucking talent. It's all yeah. about what what work you put in, and it's it's, it's all about what's the last thing you made. Yeah, pretty much. That's 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 what shows who you are and what you can do. And can you hit deadlines? And can yeah. can you hit deadlines? <laughs> and also, what's your day rate? <laughs> and you how much it? are you willing to cut off that shit? <laughs> yeah. How good are you? Can you do it by then? And are you for doing it for free? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that's all I heard for a long time. I think that's. I think everyone can relate to that in a sense. It's that good like, for your CV. Exposure. We've all done so much Holy free work. Shit. All three of us, I'm sure, has done a like, lot of a lot of <laughs> a lot of free work. What was your young experience of uh, like you know when you're starting out as a, as a as a as a creative as a music maker producer? What what sort of what scenarios did you find yourself in where people were saying like, oh, can you give like, your CV? Uh, there's been a few. The first one was when I was 17 or 18 and someone heard a remix I did online or something and a few backing tracks I made I used to put on SoundCloud and YouTube. Was that your, and was that your club banger? You've there got, was like club music you've, and you've just... Got, you've got a hidden club banger on YouTube that I swear is at like a yeah, million views or yeah, something. Yeah, not quite, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I put out an eclectic array of music and I was just kind of hitting all bases. I was like, I need a job, fuck. Um... Someone got in touch saying we need we need a ballad, the backing track of a ballad written for this guy. We have the vocals recorded, but none of the music. What? Like, oh, what? So you didn't record it to any music? Like, no, we just like the guy laid down his vocals and the melody and stuff. It's like to what though? What? It's like yeah, what did you lay this down to? Would that have been on like MIDI? So everything would be like ding 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 ding. It's just like you know when you watch X Factor and people sing along to nothing. It's just like that. Oh, and they're no. like, we need the music around this. So I had to make this like massive ballad around it, and I did it. And they were like, "Yeah, it's getting released by Universal and stuff. It's going to be great." Was he in, was he in time? Did he sing in time with yeah, anything? Yeah, it seemed oh, okay. to be fine. And I did it, and it was, to be fair, not great. <laughs> and they never paid me, and I don't know if they released it. And that was like, okay, I wish I didn't spend like a week and a half making this. Just, how old were you? I was about 17 or 18. Okay. So I was still in uni. I was like, oh, it's good to be doing something. The next one was when I was like really trying to get jobs as like a film score composer and like doing trailer advert, yeah. trailers and advert music. And I got an email from the, oh, what are they called? I can't remember what they're called, but they emailed. They're like, yeah, we have this new thing coming out and we want the music for our trailer. They sent me the trailer. It's like really like high budget like, animation stuff. Yeah. And I spent like, you know, good part of two weeks making all this score for it and sound design and I sent it to them, like, yeah, yeah, it's good, just a few more changes. And I didn't really talk about money with them, so I was like, oh, I'm so happy to be finally be doing something. I can go part-time at my job at the ice cream shop. <laughs> and, yeah, I sent it to them. I was like, so what's going on, guys? Are we going ahead with this? And it was just like, no reply. Nothing. I chased them for the next two weeks. It was like, no reply. And then it came out with some different music on it. 
and just like oh fuck it's like i i was so naive to you know contracts and asking for money back then that i just jumped and did the work for free and there's been loads of little things like that that's fucked up because that should be a a relatively large company that should should have some responsibility when it comes to stuff i did on done on youtube just for fun and thought oh this guy might be able to make something yeah and i think it was all right but, I'm sure it wasn't. You know, fair enough, it wasn't good enough. That's fine, but just don't be a dick about it. Just, yeah, they, they, they need to tell you that. Like, nothing worse than a client leaving you hanging. Exactly. What was... Uh, do you remember one of your first experiences of exp- pay, being paid in exposure tokens? What was... what was? Have you had any... Like, let's, <sighs> let's, let's cast our minds back. Our what? first client when we moved to Cardiff... The whole premise of their work... Well, they, they had a whole bunch of freelancers working on the floor. What and company? What kind of company were they? They were, like, sort of like an agency, sort of like a studio. So you, went, you walk into the office, and it's a really nice office, um, and that you've got pretty much everyone of every ilk in there. You've got your animators, your motion designers, your designers. Uh, I'm sure there was probably some sound design people in there, web people, coders. And then on the wall, they had a whole bunch of jobs that were open to be pitched for. And when I say open to be pitched for, this is like things that pretty much anyone can pitch for. Right. You, you find websites, you find you find different um, uh, groups that you can go to, to to find clients that have open things that you can pitch for. And it was like, right, everyone, there's, there's your assignments. You can pitch for any of these. And, and everyone on the floor would kind of scramble and then Put, be put in a position to take it upon their own selves to put something together to pitch for the, these jobs but the thing is they weren't paid unless they got the job they uh, were only paid for the jobs they got so by, by, and everyone was like I'm not getting jobs I'm, I'm getting this sort of fatigue it was, it was, re- it was really interesting that because um, <laughs> that, that company that we were that we were sort of doing our, our exposure tokens for that's, that's actually where I met my now business partner Griff Oh really? You um, met him there. Griff was. Uh, I thought you met I him on Griff, a drunken night out. No, no, no. Griff was oh, hot me. desking. Griff was oh, hot shit. desking in at this company. But that was that was an odd time because I, uh, so I remember like, I don't know. It's it's at that point when you come out of. Uh, I mean, we, you know, I came out of film school. You were at university, and we yeah. just wanted to. I don't know, make shit. We just wanted to sort of get our teeth into the industry, which that's one of the most important things to have to be honest from what I've learned is and it's the thing that I look out for in people is do you have that hunger and it's a good thing and it's a bad thing good in a way that if you have it keep hold of it because you'll need it because the next few years the next 10 years are going to be fucking hard there's definitely a few a few different schools of thought on it like yeah. you, you shouldn't be taking on free work you, sh- you shouldn't be trying to get people to work for free yeah. you shouldn't do speculative work where you're kind of pitching for work for free but, but at the same time if you're fresh on the ladder and yeah. you're trying to prove yourself that's how we cut our teeth that's how we got into it was, that's, it was, that's the thing that's how yeah. like Ali, 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 Ali and I made our, made our film the portrait of a Samsung yeah. artist off off our own back just randomly, uh, and I'd like to think like that's that was one of the building yeah. blocks in building my company. And picked and it, up by Bose, yeah. picked up yeah. yeah, picked up by Bose, got staff pick, uh, and essentially that sort of paved the way for I don't know, so much work, especially it's, for me. But it's, it's so important that though it's the enthusiasm behind that. Like mm. if something good happens to you, you think, oh my god, this is such a big deal. Yeah, like it means you think something can be next. What's going to be next? You know, yeah. let's keep doing this. It's not like just constant <laughs> bullshit, constant bullshit. Yeah, it's yeah, not like yeah, constant yeah. Free stuff. Yeah. It's like oh, I'm finally getting paid for something. Mm. Yeah, carry on. I don't want to like convince anyone to go and quit their job, but like if you're working anything else at the same time as trying to pursue a creative career, chances are 
you're not going to make it. Yeah. My 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 thinking is it's a it's a conversation I've had for quite a while with lots of different people. I'm of the mindset of um, jump before you think. Uh, which, uh, solid which, advice, bro. Please solid, go on. Solid advice, which uh, I think I know isn't the most logical thing, and I know I've I've had a lot of backlash off it in terms of sort of like, like it's not sensible. But at the listen, same time, it's not logical. It's not sensible. I wouldn't recommend it. That's what but you, listen. But that's <laughs> but that's in my opinion. That's what fucking makes a great creative yeah, yeah. you've got to you, be you, a fucking risk you you risk made taker. it with like like an educated background though like like you you, yeah. you made films in film school you knew what you wanted to do I was from a young films age before film exactly school. as i'm saying you were doing oh, yeah. from a young age. that is that is a point you i shouldn't I, say this as someone who doesn't know anything like, about like, cameras yeah. or how to make film that is Learn. true that is true i was privileged to um even a, uh, from a young age started at, let's say five my granddad i was lucky enough that my granddad had a camera <laughs> My granddad put a camera in my hand and was like, cool, let's, like, I, I learned so much in terms of storytelling yeah. from him. I grew up in a, uh, you know, in, in a sense that I was surrounded by friends who also had, like, supportive families that we could have a camera. You know, so so I wasn't coming in blind. I, was, I wasn't coming in from a from point of view where it's like, I don't know, maybe this is cool. <laughs> I sort of, I knew <laughs> from a young age what I wanted to do, yeah. and I was lucky enough to have the support of those around me to, to help me get to that. So yeah. that's that's where I'm coming from. I'm coming from, and I understand that's, that is a, that is a that's privileged not position. That's I not feel, everyone. I feel like the, the the majority of like really highly successful people do have that hunger from a young age. Like I, yeah. I, I was yeah, there. Yeah. I was 100% there. Like I was drawing from you know five years old and, and wanted to make music from eight and then started at, you know producing at 13 and then was drawing all the time. What like, was your like, first track? My first track. Hmm. Fuck. I recorded my first ever track. I had like a tape player with a microphone built oh, in the yes. top. I had a double, double tape deck in the front. So I could, so I recorded tracks. in, yes, yeah, so two tracks, record in a guitar on, 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 on this tape and then put it into the next tape slot. And then I could record another layer on top. And I was doing like harmonies and stuff for myself. And I would have been about 14, I think, at that Shit. point. But I was making stuff in like just computer-based sample stuff yeah. on my sister's old computer in EJ. EJ, I was going to say. That's yeah. literally yeah. that was the beginning of music stuff. Loop, loop-based stuff. So and cool. I remember literally today I, I was thinking about like uh, on that computer that I had that on because my sister's uh, she's albinistic. She had a uh, computer given to her by the government, and then she kind of upgraded through the same government program and I was given the old one. My dad had a very tech savvy friend who came and installed EJ. Yeah. And then he also installed like this weird animation software, which was like <laughs> not animation, but like you get like characters and a setting in 3D and you tell them like what to do. Yeah. I only had the demos. So it was like a fat guy and like a skinny girl. I can't, it was like something movie makers. I had a, I had a Batman version of that. Yeah, uh, where you yeah is it's like it's the most simplistic. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I I can't remember for the life of me, but it reminds me of back in the day. Something where, like, movie maker. Mm, mm. I had Magic's movie maker was like my first one. Was Magic's movie? Yeah, maker? Magic movie maker's a thing. It was like a horrible window. Yeah, that was my first digital experience of editing. Yeah. But like like I, I remember like back in the day the 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 the, 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 the tape decks. Uh, recording audio, like I think we've grown yeah. up in in yeah. in, a, in an era of like digital revolution. It was where the crossover like, point. It was, like, when, when we started making music. I remember like the first digital recordings were fucking shite. Yeah. The technology used, like I, like in my um, in my school, you started off with a tape deck, 
and I remember the point was like you can do this on a computer yeah it's so weird man that we've grown up with the evolution of the internet and technology so we would have been young when computers were just kind of becoming publicly available it's like you maybe had like one computer in school with the internet it was like like, (laughs) maybe year 2000 ish about then yeah I remember it being at schools the games and stuff like that oh yeah you had the that's the thing in school you had a computer room yeah. yeah, it was like, yeah. <laughs> it was like like now every single every single room every has computer. There was one specific. There was an IT room that had about eight oh, computers. Yeah. Yeah. If that, you're that lucky, aged well, fucking hell. And we all just played what? Uh, what was it? RuneScape. RuneScape. There, there was the. <laughs> I remember, like so so like talk, you're talking about EJ. I I remember yeah. like that was pretty much my sort of because I, I I don't I don't like make music onto the same scale as you guys, but like I remember my in was. Yeah, EJ. I, I had also had like a uh, top of the pops thing. It was like it was always like four bar loops of drums, bass, uh, lead, and pads yeah, or whatever. Boy. And you just build that up. There's always a vocal that goes, "Hey, yeah, oh yeah." It's a weird <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's such and, a weird moment though. Like the first time you ever put chords together and drums yeah. is like. What's going on? I, I had acid. Cool. I had acid 4.0 or something. Right, yeah. That was like. The, I thought you were saying you took <laughs> acid. acid. You're like, like no, as a young, oh, no, as a what? young eight-year-old visa. Like, what? What? <laughs> no, my first try. It was it was music 2000. If you guys ever played that. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that yeah. was big in the grind game. Music. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, like, yeah. actually. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like the the step up from EJ. I think maybe because I'm like two years younger than you. That maybe things evolved slowly. So, um. so Benga, Benga, if you know yeah. Magnetic Man, he was one of the big kind of proponents of grime. He used to come to the tattoo shop that I, I worked in, uh, him and his brothers. And so I knew a bit about him and, and he started his whole grime career on Music 2000. Jesus. And there's, there's a video on YouTube you can look up of Benga's first Music 2000 track. And How? it is grimy. Nice. It is grimy. How would, I mean, I mean, t- t- to be fair, like you, I, was, I was just thinking how the... How the you make it on a PlayStation, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What, just, just recording your auxiliary out on your, no, on your no, old no, school no, CRT? No, it's, it's a loop thing. They give you the little loops you drag in. What? And you yeah, have yeah, but, yeah, but it's on a PlayStation, right? Yeah. How, yeah, how do you... What, you don't so, record. You don't record? It just loops yeah, 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 but how do you, Yeah, but how do you output that? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> it purely exists um, on a PlayStation. I don't know. I've never, never done that. I never thought about that. It didn't, you know... Was that someone who's a music producer? I'm not that tech savvy. What was your first track? Um, outside, like let's let's say. Inter- I remember inter- I got um, a Mac Mini when I was 14. Oh damn! Um, and I, yeah, I started so like garage pr- producing stuff. music. I got Logic off my brother because he was making music. Yeah, you know, I was essentially just copying him. I was just trying to do what he was doing in my own way. And yeah, my first track was just a metal track that was just all a backing track, as heavy as I could make it. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> and I was, I was in a band at the time, and I was like, maybe we could play this in my band, and they're like, no. <laughs> so. You're like Ringo Starr coming together. Oh guys, I've got the tracks I'd like track. to. I was really, I've spent, I've been working on this all night. I'd love to play it. Oh, that's great, Ringo. <laughs> oh, Put it up on the fridge. Uh, Ali, yeah, I'm not really sure it's uh, what we want to do. Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear you produce a sort of metal sort of he- like a heavy track I'd love to know what you would do well I've never like recorded that kind of style so I probably wouldn't do the mixing properly and the no no, no but the I don't engineering I don't, no, but right I don't, no but, no, but you're, you're, you're going on the idea of like what's the 
what's the etiquette for 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 sort of like tech metal sort yeah. of stuff now? I want to know what a sort of alternative folk artist would do with a with a sort of heavy sort of like metal based like hardcore sort of alternative sound. Well, I guess you'll never know from this podcast, but uh, <laughs> the guy from Panic at the Disco, Brendan Urie, yeah, he's like a big pop star now. He started making metal backing tracks and posted them like he's posted these metal backing tracks on YouTube, and there's no singing, but the video is just him there, it's like like devil horns in the air, just like nodding his head. It's like What's going on? <laughs> really? Well, yeah. he's, well, he's just just made he's just made, made tracks. metal backing tracks. He's starting like a metal project. Oh, great! Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, either way, like maybe we'll come back to like a, a couple of like a few episodes yeah. in, and I'll like I don't know. Maybe okay. I'll set you the challenge. You I'll make set you the metal track. Yeah, come no, come I, back. I've got loads of time to do stuff like that. Because <laughs> just dig up an old one, isn't it? Yeah, you got you got you got so much time on your hands. We all have passion projects <laughs> that we have to. It doesn't. Slide you under you the don't carpet. sound very passionate about it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. No, you need to be passionate. I need this. I um, need this. So, like, like musically, I mean. I like I was saying earlier. Like, I've, I I started out in a band when I was when I was younger. Like it must have been about yeah, like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. You'll be like, what? What was your experience? Same. I, th- I think all three of us have been in bands while yeah. we were growing up, and that's how we got into music, right? Yeah, I, I, I had a I had a, I had a bit of a weird one with my band Falling Victim. Oh, from wow. <laughs> before that, heavy. before that, let's yeah. let's go around the room and share a few because I I was, I was like. The band names. Band names. Yeah, I was in in three bands growing up. One called the Chunk, one called (laughs) the Cryptics, and one called and one called a thousand tragic words. Uh, (laughs) I know exactly what it sounds like without hearing it. Mm -hmm. So uh, the Cryptics could be that was a cool indie band. That could be a, like a hip hop thing. You got the yeah. uh, Celestics, which is a uh, Caitronada's first project. Yeah. Ooh, over my head. I did. Caitra, Caitra's the shit, bro. Probably. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, oh, I, I had a few. I was basically it. It was my friend Ash and I. It was us two, or constantly, but we just changed our name for like like years. <laughs> uh, started out, I think we were uh, like next to nothing, spelled next. to Two nothing with a t- number two. Uh, then it was spotlights of September. Ooh. not too bad. That was our, that was when like emo that. came in. Our first yeah, having half. a name like that with the emo yeah. phase was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we did Square Attack Saw. Square which, Attack. If you know, saw. like, it was our electronic project. Think Square Attack Saw. Oh, yeah. All synth. It's all synth stuff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I thought you'd be like, oh man, that's actually, no, I, that's I, actually not too I bad. I get it. As a, I, I get it. It's not good. That's fine. Uh, and then we, and then our longest one was showing tonight. What? Showing tonight. Showing tonight. So like, uh, the, oh no! First of all, it was plus special guests. The idea being that when you put on a poster, it, we, we, you know, <laughs> they, they always have plus, plus special guests. Plus special plus, guests. So if you're headlining, it's plus, plus special, special guests. guests. Plus special guests. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're like, man. We never made it to the point where we were headlining as plus special guests. Did you ever do a gig? One, I, th- <laughs> I think. But it was quite cool. Showing tonight was quite cool because then that was on the same ilk. It was the idea of like showing tonight, then the bands and stuff. But we were like, ah, you know, we're we're showing tonight. Yeah, which is quite. 
fuck's sake, guys, it, come it, on. It, <laughs> it was showing tonight. For, for, showing for, tonight plus special guests. <laughs> for, for, yeah, for, for, so we're like, well, what? It meant a lot to me. Yeah. <laughs> we all so think you, so you, were, you were uh, 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 f- a fallen... Falling victim, which is like the shittiest play on words, let's be honest. So you're like fall, falling and you're a victim of the falling. Oh. And uh, no, like so, <laughs> it, 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 it started off as me and this dude called Adam, who was a really sweet guy. Um, and his uncle is a uh, electrician. And I thought he, you were gonna say his uncle. His uncle was in the band. His uncle was in. <laughs> the it band. was me, him, and his uncle. Me, him, there was some his really interesting and... band practices. Where <laughs> 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 it was like it was a big family affair. No, um, yeah, his uncle was like a really nice dude as well. His whole family were really sweet. They're really tight. Um, and yeah, his uncle was an electrician and he basically set up all of the lighting in a recording studio for this dude, uh, for free nice. to allow us to go and record with this guy. Oh, so he did a favor. So you he guys could favor, sweep in. Us. Yeah. That's sick. That was, That's cool. Was good. So we did a, we did a full record of this guy who apparently recorded like Metallica back in the wow. day. Wait, so you said full record, like what, what, seven to nine tracks? Uh, four, four track EP. Oh okay, all right. Yeah, I thought you meant like like we, a full. We weren't on. great, but like we had, we had tracks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, was, that was music. That he yeah, recorded something. It was just a strange situation to like be sixteen years old and in a proper recording studio. That was like the dream of that. Age. Yeah, man. And this was like just after I got out of the Doomsday Cult and like <laughs> cool. I was we'll like that, after. that that we'll, we'll get into that at another time. And so my times in the studio were mostly spent just like. Thinking I was Johnny Rotten or something, really. So rebelling. I was like showing up to the studio, just fucked out of my face. Wow, <laughs> 16, sixteen, and like completely like oblivious to the, this this great like opportunity that I've been given. What did you play in the band? I was guitar and screaming. How did you, you were perform- screaming? What was, was your screaming, performance yeah. like, based on it was given, good. given your situation? It was good. I feel like it. I feel like that the that situation fed well into the performance yeah. aspect of things. I'd go up on stage and I'd be fucked like every time. I'd, I'd be like, "Cool, I'm gonna drink an entire bottle of Jack Daniels and then go play." But like the messiness of it and the screamo culture. Well, like, at, at that point, that, the whole sort of like yeah, the, the, the sort of like the hardcore stuff, especially around the. London, Brighton, I'd probably even say Bedford 100%. kind of way is was the scratchiness, was the sort of the, yeah, the old we had school architects, punk kind we of had Johnny yeah. Trim, we had yeah, yeah, we had yeah. some big like um Enter Shikari and Big Boys. And, you know, we had we had like a lot of the metal scene was booming out of out of just there and a lot of it was messy. Yeah. Like spitting in the crowd, yeah. just being all over the stage and fucking stuff up. So the fact that I was like a fucking mess was like kind of completely engulfed in the character of what the band should be. Yeah unknowing to everyone that like no that's just <laughs> fucking what uh, this ain't an act <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's quite interesting for like the fact that you're so young because I, I, I'd, I'd normally assume that for someone so young I, I'm always surprised when young singer songwriters have something really poignant to say Oh, yeah. uh, Billie not, Eilish not, blows my fucking yeah. mind. Yeah. It's, she's it's like, incredible. How the fuck do you have that insight into relationships at when, your when, age? When I was like, 16, really? I was I was like, I want to fuck. I want to eat. <laughs> I need to sleep. Fuck you, dad. Like that's that's uh, 100%. That's, that's, uh, and that's, Billie yeah. Eilish is like coming out with like genuine truths that you don't realize until you're in your 20s and you've had like three or four like long relationships that have gone tits up and you're like you, you can't have had them. Do you know how long she's been writing? 
I don't know. Does she have ghostwriters? That's well, the no, thing. No, like, she she writes, she's been around brother, it. Who's 21. Who okay. was in the band beforehand and he's the producer. So yeah. I, undoubtedly he's it's fed into it. It's hard to know it. how much of his influence goes into her yeah. writing. Yeah. But I was going to say, like, at, at that age, um, for me, uh, being a... Because I, I was the lead, uh, lead singer screamer as well in, 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 in my band, that was, that was my outlet. For me, I, I, yeah. I felt like at that age... I I needed to 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 shout to get all these frustrations out, all that kind of shit. What kind of stuff were you? What the kind of stuff were you singing about that you well, needed we, to get we, out? We briefly touched on uh, the situation that preceded the band. We didn't really touch on it. We just sort of said Doomsday Cult. Yeah, um, we don't. <laughs> we don't have to. I feel like that's that's a tale for another time. Yeah, well, um, it's, it's a whole conversation. That is, it's well, a, it's well, a, it's an hour. That's, I think that's going to be your series arc. <laughs> I think right now we're, we're, we're also like it's one of those things where like in the first episode you're like, uh, I think it's interesting. It's talked about. Like, what is it? Because I used to I hate it. I used to hate it coming up like at all. Yeah. I used to be so like embarrassed of this thing that made me so different. Mm. But now I'm like, oh, cool. You, you, you get older and you're like, oh, being different is actually a yeah, good yeah, thing. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like, I used to hate that my name was Ali because it felt different to, like, you know, James or John or Michael. <laughs> well, my brother's Ali. I've, that's yeah. the thing. I've always been used to it. So, like, yeah, I found it weird at school. Well, you were, you were, here's, you were here's in... something. Uh, Ainsley Harriet is, yes. called, is called Ainsley. What is Ainsley? Ainsley. Ainsley. You're saying Ainsley because there's a pillow right next to you that's got Ainsley, no, Ainsley no, no, Harriet's no, no, no. face no, no, no. on it. That's I, I, my pillow. I, I messaged, I messaged you randomly, like. Ali like <laughs> yesterday or the day before saying, here's something strange. Ainsley Harriet is called Ainsley. I think I've thought about what? it before. Like, the first I think it's come up is, before. Is yeah. that a, a sort of... Uh, yeah, who's one of those, those showman names? You know, like, like, you, yeah, if, yeah. if you're, if you're in TV name? or a personality, you, Look at him. you I'm change... Lo- I'm looking him up on Wikipedia. Harriet. It's one of those things, like, as a performer, as an actor, as, a, as an entertainer, do you change your name? Ali, you are known as the alias Novo Amor. But if you had to change your actual personal name to something else, for like, let's say you're an entertainer, you're, 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 you're on, uh, going on to like TV or you're well, in film or something, what would be your name? We've all got our rap names. What's your rap name? We take the first letter of your name, it might be A Hole. And what? I don't know. What your name? A hole. A hole. You got what? I don't know. Uh, Where's that come from? Take, take, <laughs> take no, 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 don't, don't put no, no, hold no, on, hold on, no, 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 hold, hold on. A hole. Like, no, this isn't just me. There's, there's like, <laughs> there's like a group of people I know who have these rap names. I'm a hole. Okay. Ed is. I can't remember his name. This is so irrelevant. Oh, okay. Now, but right. Ainsley Harriet. Yeah, you're bringing that back, right? Okay. Uh, it's his real name. It's his real name. Ainsley. Ainsley Harriet. His father is Chester Harriet, and his mother is Peppy Strudwick. <laughs> Peppy Strudwick. That's Peppy Strudwick. I mean, I mean, why isn't she Peppy Harriet? I don't know. But we've got Chester Harriet and Peppy Strudwick, <laughs> and Ainsley Harriet. What the fuck kind of Christmas card is that going to look like? I mean, <laughs> it looks like something from like a like a fucking novel from the fucking eighteen hundreds or something. It sounds like a place. Ainsley. Ainsley, yeah. Little Ainsley. It probably is a place. It's got. It sounds like a place, but I mean, you, I've never met anyone with a name that closely resembles Ainsley. 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 Before we rip into the man too no, harshly, he's, like he's a he's, that man's a legend. Yeah, let's say there's a pillow of him in the room right now. Yeah. So yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Griff did give me. A, get, he did get me a. Uh, it was a secret Santa 
gift and I have a I have a pillow with Ainsley Harriet's face. He is constantly smiling. Literally looking at us right and now. And no matter where you go in the room, he is always, it's like one of those old paintings where it's like no matter where you go, he is always watching you. His eyes follow you around the room. And it's haunting oh, no, but I, at the same time beautiful. I, I, I'm not slating the man at all. Good. I just think I just think the name Ainsley is 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 it, it, it requires looking at. Do you like the, do you like the name? <laughs> Ainsley. I don't know how I feel about it. Ainsley. Do you know anyone else There's, called Ainsley? No, that's what the, I just. I, I don't I have know no. the Ains bit. I'm a bit weird about. It. I don't know why. Well, yeah, you, it's it's a strange syllable to start a name with. Ains. You can't really abbreviate it. Yo, Ains. Ains. Hey, Ains. Why no. Ains? Does his mate? Do his mates call him Ains? I don't know. I'm not his mate. I'd uh, like to be if you're listening, Ains. Ainsley, if you are listening, V's would like to be a friend. I'd like to be your mate. Um. Hit him up at at VZMXN on Twitter, no, Instagram. Instagram. No, it's Twitter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fucking hating on the don't don't the hate basement on basement social media right there. I don't think <laughs> no one's gonna start a friendship with someone who sat in the same room with a pillow with their face <laughs> on it. I don't know, man. Ainsley, I'm looking at your face right now. We we got it on a pillow. This was paid for. <laughs> We're doing this here. or what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Spent money on having you here, bro. I'm going back to my question, which is rap names. V's, what would your rap I, name I, be? I don't know where the rules coming from. All I heard was yeah. first. Uh, no, I, no, I, I, Ali, I, Ali's just said his rap name is a hole. Yo, yo, I'm a hole. So I've just got to take. Are, my the first letter of my name and that's it. Well, I don't know. And then, because <laughs> usually you get like the poor name, which is like your name, your I first mean, pet, and I mean, then v, you're the you name of your, 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 your road to grow up on. V's Nixon. Am I allowed to say it's is, not? It's not. Is an alias. It is. It is, a, it is, it is a an alias. It is an alias. So when we were we, me and Ali were touring a few years back, you like be hole. <laughs> If yeah, I mean that works well if it's a hole and b hole. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's not my real name. So I, 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 uh, back then, the, the the guy that was running the the tour um, is a good friend of both of us. I live with him now, and we got up to like the border, and we all handed over our passports. <laughs> and he was going through him, checking everyone was you know present, making sure he had all the passports. Got to mine, he was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> like I had a long emo fringe. My he didn't know my real name. Some people course, think no my surname actually, is... This is the thing. No one knows your real name. No, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. Mm. Few of us do. Yeah. Secret. I can't I ever fucking say it, because otherwise you'd come at no, us with, you, like, You fucking... can't say it. Like, no. I mean, you can say it, but we've got to bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. But, yeah. You'll never know. That's the thing. It's like, I do, do you feel weird having an alias as... as like, do, do you put, like... So is this it a, is, this it a, is something that like like uh, blossoms off of the whole doomsday cult mm. thing because I've been in contact with people that have uh, segregated themselves from it as well. It makes total and, sense. And a lot of these people that have been through what I went through have assumed new identities with new names. Most of them. Would you ever consider changing your name legally? Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of faff with yeah, the passport the and the driver's license and the fucking. Do you have either of those things? Um, not a huge amount these days, but, you know, it, yeah, I mean, it's just, I just don't see much point in changing. I think I'm just disappointing my family more than yeah. anything, and they yeah. don't need to be more disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I've reached pretty much the, the max. Mm. So I, uh, I've, I've found that I've created an alias out my own, like, off, off my own back called John Bond. John Bond, who started off, I think, as the office DJ. I, I just, I, I, I try and control the the office, like Bluetooth speaker as much as possible. And 
I sort of wore a fake beard. Uh, I sort of I I, I go legitimately, or is this just your character? Wore a no, fake no, beard? no, legitimately. You I think for for, for an entire um, that's commitment to a no, bit, bro. Two months. I actually wore a fake beard. You can talk to anyone else in the company for two months. I actually wore a fake beard and pulled off this character called John Bond. And now it's sort of like it's 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 deep within me. Uh, I am John. John is me. Um, but. Fun, fun fact for me is that I try to put the name John Bond into as many of my videos as I can. Really? Uh, it, uh, he's wow. been in TV adverts. Uh, he's like over to like Tannoy's people. Like, <laughs> like literally just little sound design elements in the background. I've managed to put the name John Bond, John Bond? into John like Bond. so many of so many of our videos. Um, just so you just support to the, the, the information. Desk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, like just just out of my own enjoyment. Um, it's been in a whole series of TV adverts. <laughs> but that's that's awesome. Um, but that's 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 just my own. That's for my own enjoyment. I love doing stuff like that. I've done something like that. I I was asked to record a radio advert for, and they were like, "We we want to promote your song here, so can you do a small advert for radio that says, hi 'Hi, I'm Nova Moore. You're listening to.'" <laughs> so I did that, but then lay, I layered over it. I shouted. What? I really wanted to do it. I shouted as loud as I could, and then put it like really quiet in the middle. No. Just Are you point. kidding? So Amazing. I know it's in there. So I said on the radio. Amazing. <laughs> I'm not sure we can put that out. I wish it was louder though. Were they bad to you? They weren't bad to me. Oh my god, so it's oh, just a malicious no. thing. Why did you oh, do this? Do Why have you done this to the poor people of I feel like I got in a mood while I was over there. <laughs> I, I, I did some. Was this while you were out there? I did, yeah, well, while, while I was out there, we did some press. And it all lined up, and it was like, okay, we're going to go to the studio, and you're going to do, like, a small session, play one of your songs, and ask you a few questions. Real, real casual. I was like, okay, cool, it sounds good. <laughs> Got there, and they were like, okay, so we're going to put you in this room, and we're going to make you pick out of a hat, and they're different TV themes, and you've got to sing them. Like, no. <laughs> That's great! Like, Why did you not do that? Like, like, I was like, no, imagine it. Just imagine it. So that's like a really yeah. shit Triple J. I yeah. can imagine it, yeah. and that's why right now I'm, I'm going to bring up picking the Picking it out. Oh, what, you'd have to... What, acapella? Yeah. Oh, mate. But I had my violinist with me, and they're like, if you want your violinist to play along, he can. It's like, it's like this isn't fun. They're like, this is meant to be fun and lighthearted. You and know, I had to look like a dick saying no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, 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 that I, is I, not on brand though. It's not yeah, on brand. I played the management card. I got my manager in to say no for me. To like, be, to be fair, to be fair, for this was on. This was on the radio. You said no to them. It wasn't live, but it okay, was going right. to be. Yeah. To be fair, I imagine okay. for your brand. Yeah, let's make you do this quirky thing. It's almost like a yeah, yeah bro. No. Have you have you like? It wasn't going to be good. Yeah, like, of course. Some like amazing singer that's going to be like do a really cool rendition of all these TV yeah, yeah, things yeah. and yeah I, I imagine if you're more of a um, in, the, in the spotlight kind of artist like let's say you, you're going on like you know you're, Lewis Capaldi like, Lewis Capaldi would be a brilliant yeah. example yeah fuck it why not but it's, yeah. I, I imagine if you're building this quite considered brand I wish I was more of a yeah. person to be able to do that and, and, honest, and knowing you personally you like to be prepared for everything <laughs> that you do you like to yeah. make sure that if, if, you're, if you've got to do something you're going to spend time getting to know the material and the fact there's a room of like 10 people behind a pane of glass <laughs> looking at me he's like nah fuck off <laughs> I, I ain't nah. doing this for you I can't, <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine you doing that yeah. at all that's not that's not you I'm on holiday did, 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 did the room go cold <laughs> a little bit oh. and I had to do the session oh dude <laughs> he's like no let's do the song it was, <laughs> it was fine <laughs> I hate press even though it's what, the worst it's the thing I need to do but 
Yeah. It's, it's the beast that, that resides alongside uh, music, unfortunately. Yeah. You can get, I mean, it's, it's the only real discipline where people pretty much demand that you have a personality that's yeah. visible alongside, like, like an illustration. It doesn't that. exist. Like, there are very few does, illustrators that have a, a, a public personality. You've got like Alan Moore, creator of Watchmen. Yeah, it's true. Very public personality. It's because you're selling yourself as this brand. It's so yeah. frustrating how important image and branding is to being a musician. And that's why I liked the whole animated band thing. Yeah, was that I you can design everything. That, yeah, yeah, and that's why what I'm kind of trying to do with CMOs is try and keep the people behind it. Is, yeah, yeah kind of the spotlight off them and more about style yeah. on, on top of that but yeah the music industry's fucked yeah. up I feel like I can't look how I want <laughs> to look for the music I make and I just like it's not going to come across in any press pictures and stuff like, I can't quite do it I think I do I, I, think I need to just accept that that's me and this is what I look like and these are this is the vibe of my music I, th- I think you're wrong because I looked at your Instagram earlier um, at Nova More or at Nova More is it at Nova More? I, I, yeah, I got rid of the I am. I you got, pried it out of the hands of this Brazilian woman who oh, had Nova Wow, Nova so somebody else wow. had your handle and you stole it? Well, I, I messaged her a few times. And the label messaged her in Portuguese. <laughs> She's just like, Portuguese lady. And one day it just disappeared. I was like, get it, get it, get it. So, <laughs> so we got at Nova More. Dude. Amazing. I was going to say, like, I was, I was, I had, I had a little look at your Instagram earlier. And I was just like, it was, I think it was one of the photos that, uh, that our friend Rodri took of oh, you. Yeah. I think it was when you were out in America. Dude, you got the look. You got yeah. it down. Like, like, like you, you got, you got the, the, the little, little scruffy hair. You got yeah. the beard. You got the little cool little caps and stuff. You got it. You got that alternative folk thing. I, I Fine like. Now. It's, it's, just, it's just one of those things. Like, yeah, I've made a bunch of money, but I still shop at charity shops. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, there's, there's enough clothes been made in the world. Get on eBay, bro. I got some swag from there. Yeah, maybe I should. So much swag. Got my Cruples jacket from there. You bought everything in LA, didn't you? No, no, I fucking didn't. That's just, that's just expensive. Spenny. They, 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 I mean, I got given some shit. I modelled shit. Because you're a model now. Yeah, mate. I'm delicious. A man who I've free. never really seen in front of the camera the entire time Give me that free I've known clothes. you. I've got to change that. Became. I've got to change <laughs> you that, free man. clothes. Yeah, I'd like to be more active on social yeah. media and stuff. And right. as an artist, I think I should be. But posting on social media is one of those weird things where as soon as you do it, you think, what am I doing? Well it's, yeah. well, it's it's interesting. I I, I don't want to go like, like too heavy into it because this because no. like because obviously like that's part of my, that's part of the business. Like we can we can go down that sort of like the philosophical. You need that to thrive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But at the same time, I do find it really interesting. Like how like the the, the sort of the thing that I'm going through now is that I'm realizing that actually the kind of personality that I like to put across isn't the stoic oh I'm a filmmaker I consider every photo yeah. actually I'm really enjoying just kind of being a bit of a clown yeah being a bit I've, of the I've gone the same way so you, you've known me a long ass time yeah. and I've been like stoic most of my life yeah like and it, it's just been something that like we haven't even you didn't want people to even see a face no, for I, I, years yeah I still don't have like a lot of confidence in that but like <laughs> just kind of given up <laughs> I think that's the attitude to have though care less care less about that stuff fucking your work your work speaks for itself you shouldn't matter about what your face looks like which just to be honest good looking man that that's that's a fucking lie and he's put that <laughs> not a lie put it out there good looking man the one of the latest weird press things was south by southwest festival in austin and that is a festival you play just because of the press because press. yeah yeah because of, of who is there it's the stage once you're playing on that stage yeah i'm playing all, at south by southwest 
and they sorted out some fun press for us. And like, it's one of those things where I'm not like, you know, amazing conversationalist and, you know, I have good chats with people, but if someone puts me in a room in front of a bunch of people, I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm not the one to rise up and talk. I mean, you did, so, you did, I do remember on for the first couple of years that you were touring, the only thing that you'd really talk about on stage was a story about diarrhea. Yeah, I think yeah. I mentioned Hitler a lot as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I went through a whole tour every show, talked about Hitler in some way, for uh, some reason. Every time in we're Germany. in Germany, it was just like, it's speaking kind Deutsch, don't and say then anything like uh, Hitler. We'll, we'll get on with the show. I've told you I don't speak German. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's one of those things where someone asks you a question quickly and you need to answer quickly, suddenly your mind goes blank. Like mm. it's like I'm not I'm not thick, I'm just thinking and now I'm panicking. And now <laughs> well, I'm if just you're panicking. Going, yeah. So they're like, right, cool, we're gonna do this cool thing called musical Jenga. So what you're gonna do is we've got these massive Jenga blocks, you pick one, there's a question on it, and you answer it. <laughs> yes. It's like, okay, cool. So team of people film in, I pick this thing, I read it out, and it was like um, what is your favourite nostalgic song? And I'm looking at it like, what is it? Oh, it's been about three seconds now. I should really have something by now. I don't have anything. I love this. What? I love this. If, if this was like, a movie, you'd just be like talking in your head like, it's been about three seconds now. It's been about and three like, seconds. Everyone's you start thinking you, more the about the sticking. time spent thinking <laughs> yeah. than you do about the song you that you've got to choose. You've got so, to say something, Ali. So I said, it's like, I don't know, guys, I'm going to pick another one. And Oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. No, okay. <laughs> so I picked another one. And same question. It, it was something stupid again. And I did the same thing again. I didn't answer. I put it down. Oh. And I said, this is a laugh. <laughs> and oh, no. there. Is this just, live or... This like... was just like filming it for part oh, of South God. by Southwest, part of oh. their... Thing. They gave me a free jumper and hard drive. So I'd, be so, I'd be so pissed with you. I'd be, like, I'd be I'd happy d- with a hard drive. I would, I would take you aside... Ali. I, I, I take it. I like you know. Use your brain, mate. No, no. Okay, cameras, cameras. There. I, I sort of take you aside. Like, just give us a second. Just take you aside. Hand, hand, hand around your shoulder. Like, you got to give me something, dude. Come on. Like, come on. You, you're, you're, you're dying out there. You're, you're, you're not going to say you're dying, but you're dying. Your career's over. You got, you got to, you got to give me something. Like, I've got to come back with results. I've got to come back with a video that I can give to. Uh, you know, My manager's can, staring at me through the window. I manager, st- I got to go I, back into that office and say, dude, I've got, I've got gold. Yeah, I've got I've got content gold. Do you know that Nova and More guy? He's 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 great. He's a good guy. Do you know what you're giving me? Fuck all. Fucking shit. You're giving, you're, you're, you're a musician. You live in music. Remember that childhood song? Yeah, you you you're in the kitchen with your with your mum doing the washing up and stuff. Yeah, that song that's playing. What is it? I think I said <laughs> after a while. I think that was a second brick. And I think I said after a while, all rise by five. And it's actually by blue? No, I think it is by five, but I said the wrong one. Either way, I said the wrong one. And eventually I picked the brick and it said, what song do you like to listen to in your car? And I just said, Grand Unification by Fight Star. And I was like, cool. Really? No. <laughs> what the fuck did you because say? I had like, I got a few CDs in my car and that was one Christ of them. I don't even know how that song goes. Is it even a song? It's wow. an album, I know. You, our, our brains work quite similarly in social situations, especially when you, you don't know someone and you sit down with them. I've managed to like squash it a little bit over the years. Yeah. But like when I come into a social situation, I don't know who I'm with and I've got to be spontaneous and engaging. Yep. I'm like, I, I clam up. You're, you're kind okay. of going to so, say so, the so wrong please, thing. I'm going to pose the same question to you. Uh, was it fa- what, for, uh, nostalgic song from your childhood? Was that the question? Yeah, what's your favourite nostalgic song from your childhood? There you go. Uh, 
Nelly Furtado. What's that one? Where? No, 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 no. The one where she's in the video and you got like the the the, 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 the palm trees and shit. Oh, uh, ba- basement Jack's Romeo. See, this is already this is already a better answer. <laughs> no, because that's, that's the most important thing about like uh, interviews and podcasts and everything is that you come back quickly. And that's yeah. that's it. You're just trying to make engaging. That's all I was thinking about. I was like, right, quickly. What is it? What is it? Oh, it's been three seconds. What is it? What is it? Oh, five Come seconds. You're, right, you're, oh, you're, fuck uh, so I took the free hard driving jumper and got out of there. Wait, did you even give them an answer for any of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did the grand unification one. I mean, oh, my, my, my 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 biggest really question is, is how big was the hard drive? Uh, <laughs> oh no, it was a, a portable, portable phone charger. Oh, I mean that's still handy. Oh, it's a power bank. Yeah, power bank. You got a power bank for answering one out of three things. And a jumper. And to jump in Austin. Yeah. They gave you a jumper in Austin, didn't they? I know, it was bullshit. What time of year was it? On the tour bus. (laughs) (laughs) What time time of year was that? Uh, March. It's still it's warm it's, enough. It's it's it was like a black jumper with their logo, like massive, like you know, thirty centimeters on the front, and it's like no one wants that. Here's an interesting fact: Texas and California were both part of Mexico until the United States took them, and that's why you have names like El Paso, Santa Monica, yeah. and uh, yeah, uh, fuck, what's the, what's the one close to the border in, in San in Antonio? Texas? Is yeah. Texas? No, oh, you mean you mean the one with the, the, the yeah the, the the border? I'm trying to think. I I, I went through the airport. I, can't I think remember it's El Paso. Uh, I went to yeah, El Paso El... for a day. There is nothing the, it's, to do there. It's the, it's the one the Radio Lab did an episode about, and it, it was about the they people do? who like there was there was a school where they always look for um uh, uh um like immigration stuff for people coming over. It's like a it's like a hotbed for it. Yeah, what's yeah. The, I, I don't actually know a huge amount about it. I just find it fascinating yeah. that. It's, it's, it's it becomes quite land. clear when you go there that you see a lot of Mexican influence all over, like those southern states of America. Yeah, you played cuts. in Mexico City, didn't you? Yeah, I played in Mexico City. How was that? It was, as you'd expect, if Mexico City was way more beautiful than I imagined it would yeah. be. After the show, we were like setting down, everyone's like ready to leave, and they started to unduct tape the lights from the ceiling. And like, were those just unduct tape, tape? Were those just taped up there? They're like, yeah. Ah, cool. And then you almost got run over at the airport. Yeah, we were waiting for an Uber. It took about half an hour for the Uber to turn up, and it turned up with like blacked out windows. And we're in like an area we didn't know. It's like, oh god, this is gonna, this is taking forever. And the guy turns up. He looks about twelve. And it was one of those big Ubers where they have to put the seat forward to let you in at the back. Yeah. So I got in the back. I was like, right, just getting in there. And he was leaning over behind his seat to pull the seat up to let other people in. And while he was doing that. Um, two of my bandmates were getting in each side of the car and his foot went on the accelerator accelerator oh and my he God. started like whizzing forward like really quickly <gasps> and like the door just like hit them in the side of the head oh. and he he was like shocked he was like oh what have I done what have I done and he didn't talk in English and I was like I want to get out I want to get out I want to get out straight to danger so I got I got out like bad review in new Uber and Shit, man. That was my experience of Mexico City. Was it an automatic? So as soon as he pressed on that accelerator, it just goes. Oh yeah, he went. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. Fucking went. It was, it was kind of scary. Wow. Need some health insurance when you travel. Which they talking talking yeah. of Ubers. Have you seen the guy in Cardiff? Uh, obviously, our our hometown. I say our hometown. Yeah. Uh, where we live. Where we live. There's yeah. there's an Uber driver in Cardiff who does karaoke. I haven't mm. had him. I've had a few friends. There's been a few articles. As mm. soon as you get in the, the, the Uber with him, he just chucks on a tracking and expects you to sing along. That's amazing. Fun. In the <laughs> like, like, I haven't had an Uber here for, for quite a no, while. No, I always use the taxi service. But mm. like, they always got like, like lollipops and shit. 
yeah. I've only recently found out. I think it was you that told me that Uber drivers they're expected to give you like a bottle of water and something in the back yeah. to. Yeah. They want good I, reviews. I think. I I was in New York and I got an Uber and the guy the the Uber showed up and it was just covered in advertisements. Like there was yeah. like a, there was an Amazon sign really? on top. We got in and there was like a big mini fridge between the two back seats. Oh, he was like, "Help yourself to a <laughs> to a, to a milkshake, guys." And I would like kind of open it up and it's like. Uh, chocolate protein milkshakes and he's like yeah and this is fucking like little advertisement how much is this gonna cost me it's like a mini fridge in a hotel everything's free I had a situation like that in LA he had a little um, like Perspex box with chocolate in it and he was like if you sign up to this website it's free put in like you know my reg number you get a free chocolate bar and I get like a, a dollar I was like, okay, cool. I never had that. So, yeah, I did weird. it. I pulled the Perspex glass up and because LA, it's boiling. Like, the melted chocolate. melted shit. It's like, oh, you wanker. You, you're not gonna, why, why would you want chocolate in Los Angeles? It's free. Free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's not free. Yeah, you're giving away. There's the, there's, yeah. the, there's, the, there's the true You give them the old hotmail. There's oh. the true cost. Yeah, there's, there's the secret hotmail I've had account. A lot of weird emails, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I had no problems with my, my Uber drivers out there. Never tipped them. <laughs> it's because we're British, though. Rated some of them. Like, They're like, getting paid uh, anyway, right? Like I went to the, this, this bar that turned out to be closed, and then so we went uh, to Hollywood uh, uh, to go out, and uh, on the way down there, we got in the car, and this guy was playing some tunes. Like, oh, this, this is really nice, like relaxing stuff. And uh, I, it turned out to be his music. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool, yeah, I'll show you some of mine. So I started showing him some some of the tracks I've been working on. And I was like, oh, this, this is my friend. I used to tour with him. He, he makes like a lot of stuff. You really like him. And I, I put it on and like kind of jam along to show him some Novo More stuff. And he was like, this is you? And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 this is me. <laughs> this is me. And he was like, we should work together. And I'm like, yeah, bro. Yeah, Novo More on Instagram. Did you, like, did you, so did you, did you probably send me a message on Instagram? There's saying, probably an Uber driver in your messages <laughs> on Instagram saying, yeah, it was sick meeting you, bro. I can't wait to work together I, I, I mean I put on like Oliver Tree and like was blasting it as so loud as I fucking could like rap stuff <laughs> no no so I put on like your stuff and was like yeah this is you yeah yeah sure yeah, why not, me. Yeah, why not? Uh, put on Oliver Tree just because I wanted to listen to this Oliver Tree yeah. this is you why yeah not? yeah this is me make the yeah love, hey, love man, this yeah yeah if you put in uh, Destination into the app if you put success uh, if you put number one album that's where we're driving man I just, I'll, I'll take you I there. just wanted to take over the sound system I just wanted some <laughs> tunes while I was uh, on this long ass drive so that's while you were out in LA then yeah like, how did you find it I found it LA lovely it was it's interesting um, right it's, it's interesting cause it's, blase adjective um, I don't know it man my, my time in LA I don't know how much it's worth talking about but it was fine <laughs> again um, blase adjective it feels like a, for, for me it felt yeah, like a I place I was that trying be, to find what would be interesting to even talk about for me felt like to be in LA you need to be there for a purpose it's yeah. like it feels like everyone's there to 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 gain something to to be something from the outside it does seem like that and then also one of the inside I realized it was like that ah. it's like you know like the uber drivers you meet it's like yeah I'm working on a screenplay this is just my <laughs> side job yeah and everyone, everyone working in like in in Starbucks is like yeah. a, like an actor they're trying to sort of get exactly like, it yeah. really is the good looking people yeah, there man. is a lot of yeah and Tinder game was strong <laughs> I, I played a show and the person who supported me was a friend of mine and she's a harpist mm. and normally she just goes to people's houses and plays harp 
Amazing. And Amazing. I, th- I think she went to, she was at a party <laughs> and it was like John Travolta's party or something. Yeah, and she yeah. was just like playing harp at the party. <laughs> and she did a party where it was M83 was there. Oh, and she what? got talking to him. That was cool. And she was telling me that M83, the musical artist, yeah, yeah. he's like, um, he he's really big into Scientology. I had heard this. Yeah, and basically he thinks he is from the planet M83, and that's why he named oh, his wow. music project M83. So, so I was in, a, in an Uber in, in Los Angeles, and, and the guy in the front was like, yeah, he had a little story to tell, and this is a good one. Maybe maybe to wrap up on it. I'm going to try and tell it quickly. The, the guy had it so, so down that he clearly told it so many times. He was like, I picked up the, the, this mother and this daughter from a hotel lobby, and they were clearly in a, they were in a bit of a state, and I was like, well, "All right, where, where are you going?" Like Venice Beach, and he was like, "That that's like a seventy, eighty dollar ride. That's a long way." Uh, yeah, they were clearly a bit flustered. Put their stuff in the bag. Was like, "Everything all right?" And the mum was like, "I don't want to talk about it." And and the daughter was like, "I'll tell you." So we're at the Airbnb, this Airbnb, and he was like, "Well, I just picked you up from a hotel lobby." So was and she was, <laughs> so she was like, "Yes." Yeah, so. What happened? We went to this Airbnb and it was one of those Airbnbs where the guy who owns it is staying there. Oh. And so, of course, I chime in like, what did he do to these two? And he was like, no, he's a perfect gentleman. So they got there, really nice place. They all sit around the table. He cooks dinner for, for them both. He wow. gets out the wine, gets out the drinks. That's like five-star host stuff yeah. right there. That's Perfectly yeah. pleasant guy. So I'm already like, okay, well, where's this going? Um, so they're, they're talking over dinner. And he comes out with, yeah, I'm a Scientologist. And they're like, oh, okay. So a bunch of questions kind of come out of that. And you know, he starts answering them. And uh, he's like, well, look, if, if you want to know more, I can take you down to the Scientology church tomorrow. Oh, and, the, yeah. and this is in Los Angeles. This is the one where Travolta goes. This it's, is where it's Tom Cruise blue goes. Build. I, I is, drove past yeah. it on the way to the observatory. Oh, it's weird. fucking massive. This is, this is the big one. So they're like, yeah, yeah, of course, definitely. Like, yeah, that'd be amazing. So they go to bed, they kind of wrap up, wash the dishes, go to sleep, and they get up the next morning. They kind of they get ready. It's like eight, nine in the morning, about when he said he was going to take them down there. And there's nothing coming from his room. They kind of like knock on the door, see what's going on inside, and no answer from the guys. So they push open the door to see what's going on. He's had a heart attack and died. Oh, no. They push open the door of this Airbnb and their host is dead on the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> so it, I, I kind of pushed a little bit and it turned out he was complaining of, of, of heart palpitation or something over dinner. Oh, oh man. So, yeah, <laughs> the police come down. They have to answer a bunch of questions. They end up in this hotel lobby and the Uber guy comes and picks them up. Airbnb. You feel like sponsoring us? They, uh, they, <laughs> they, they, they hooked them up with two weeks free stay of anywhere they wanted to go. Oh. And uh, wait, so if your host dies, you get two weeks free somewhere? Yeah, I mean, Not I wouldn't bad. recommend trying to make it happen. The Airbnb I stayed in as well. I, 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 I didn't realize that the guy was going to be staying there as well. This is this is amazing though, because you went to LA for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't know this either. You're like, yeah, man, I'll put this Airbnb. It's got its own like, it's studio. Sick, this, it's you're it's like, in Koreatown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like the biggest uh, building in Koreatown, overlooking LA. It's such a nice view. But I get this message from you. Um, you're like, bro, um, the guy's not leaving. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I, I, like literally, I didn't know this. We got there, got handed the keys, <laughs> set up in the room. I was like, cool. And he I'll be in the corner. Like, nice one, man. I'm just uh, set up there. See you in a bit. And he's like, yeah, safe. And then she walks into this other room, and I'm like, okay. okay so this is normally okay. when you you say like, us like have a good stay. And he's um, like, I'll be in there if you need anything. And I'm like. Oh, did you specify where? on the booking entire flat? Or I didn't did you book fuck up. Yeah, this is I your, didn't book it. Oh, the, your brother oh, fucked up. Yeah. This is your brother's yeah. fault. <laughs> shout out your shout out to your <laughs> to brother. Be fair, <laughs> like the, the the guy was a bit. He was a dude. Like he he smokes a lot of weed and he made music and he actually came to London and oh. studied at Goldsmiths. Uh, no, one of those like, like Sonic Academy. Okay. So he studied at Sonic Academy. Um, which is like a, a, a great place to go and study for like electronic producers, trap, oh, hip hop cool. kind of stuff like that. He was making um, like Afrobeat kind of stuff. Uh, so I, I managed to get along with him really well. But, but I, lo- I love this idea of you sort of going there, like, yeah, cool, man, yeah, yeah, see. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll be in the. I'll, I'll be around if you no, need me. Like, like uh, by around you mean like? Do you have another flat you're going to? Or you're like, no, no, no. Just, just and he's like sits down on the sofa, <laughs> and you're like, so. You're Thankfully, the- <laughs> though, he had like a full studio set up with like keyboard and really nice Adam speakers. Did he let you use uh, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made up for it, I guess. At least he didn't die. I, I mean, he was well, like constantly well, on me. Like, oh well, <laughs> well I know. No, he's a nice, nice dude. Nice dude. I actually, I actually made I a track for him. I ended up producing a track for him. Him, oh, cool. Think like you, you could produce a track in like 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine yeah, yeah. you. Like, yeah, I, 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 I did. But there you go, mate. I did, and then I handed it over to him. No, but that, that's like, that's a that's a pretty mad story, though. But um, yeah, that's probably, I mean, that's, that's probably. from Ubers. Yeah, I mean, that, that's probably a good place to kind of wrap it up, really. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I I, w- I would love to hear, like, any co- anyone that's made it this far uh, comments as to what you'd like to hear about, really. Yeah. Um, let's okay. So, so in that sense, let's just say. So, in terms of what's what's the best way to contact uh, contact us? Like, so what? Instagram, uh, sound, <laughs> SoundCloud comments, Facebook comments. You can get at me uh, at vznxn, um, Novo. Get at Novo more, and then you've got Josh. Me, at, I'm at Honest to Pass. So, like, we, there, there's still like so many stories of, of, about touring and what we do professionally, but I mean. But in terms of like a nice little snapshot of us, who we are and stuff, yeah. So like, come back next time. We got a shitload of, sort of stories to there's, tell. There's stories. There's definitely stories. Well, there's the Doomsday Cult. There's the tours of Europe. <laughs> this is the, we've got visa, we've got visa's story arc of the Doomsday Cult, which will slowly unravel over the series. My we've life got, has been has been very strange so far. We've got Ali's. Uh, we've got Ali's there's sort multiple of tours, multiple, multiple tours. His, his career happened. into music, and we've got my uh, my foray into. The film, TV, I do video. other stuff other than just being like a temporary cult member. I, d- I, I am a person. I am an artist. Outside of that, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. So that's fine. It's all cool. It's all cool here. Um, so yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we'll be back soon. But yeah, hit us up with some questions if uh, if you want to know anything or like just yeah, just throw throw something our way. But thank you for tuning in. Uh, I've been a- uh, I-, I say I've been Ali. I've been Josh. <laughs> I've been Ali. I've been beans. Thanks for listening. See you next time.